When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. You know it better. It's Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80, and always through your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Always join the conversation of Freddie and Harry calling the line at 888-ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. Freddie, you know, during the commercial break, mm-hmm. after that last segment, I went in the kitchen. I, I went to pondering around the refrigerator and looking in the cabinets, okay. Okay. the freezer. I seen some vanilla ice cream, and you know I'm lactose. Oh. And, and I seen some milk chocolate brownies in there as well. Oh, and I said to man. myself, you know what? Tonight I'm going to bake those brownies. Okay. I'm going to put that ice cream on top of those warm brownies. All right. And I'm going to probably eat me two or three servings of it tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm. I couldn't resist it, Freddie. I, mm. I, I'm just going in there. I don't even know why I'm going in the kitchen, mm-hmm. right? I'm just going in there, opening up the refrigerator, the freezer, opening up cabinets for no reason. Okay. And I seen that vanilla ice cream that has not been opened yet, oh, man. which is a surprise because I have a, a four-year-old, a yeah. seven-year-old, and a 16-year-old in my house. Okay. But we're going to open that ice cream tonight. Now, is it golden vanilla? Is it like home-style vanilla? Because they're different Oh, kinds. French. French vanilla. Okay, that's different. French vanilla. All right. Now, I said that to also say okay. uh, there's a good chance my wife might be upset with me okay. because I am now <laughs> providing brownies and ice cream for the rest of the house. <laughs> there's a reason why in. that vanilla ice cream has not been opened yet. You, 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 you want to make sure that when the you-know-what hits the ice cream that you got witnesses. But what I'm going to do, I'm going <laughs> to hurry up and make it okay. before she gets home Good idea. so she can't say, Yeah. why are you making that? Well, the good thing for you is if she smells it coming in the house, the aroma might throw her off because when you have, when you have, when you're baking brownies, that chocolate smell gets in the house. Yeah, that that can make you have amnesia real quick about what you're mad about or who you're about mm-hmm. to be mad at. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just telling her, honey, I, I felt like I needed it. Okay. You know, it was a good day. I've been up since 4.30. I just really felt like okay. I needed this to make my day that much more whole. I'm going to try to sell it. I was going to say. I don't know if it's going to work. She's going to probably roll eyes. Blood yeah. sugar. Blood sugar is low. Yes. Come on, Harry. you yeah. got to throw out the every yeah. card that you've got. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you used the biology <laughs> angle. Well, honey, the, my blood sugar <laughs> I was, was lightheaded. low. Yeah. I was lightheaded. I needed dizzy. something. It was right there in front of me. So she yeah. can't prove not. Exactly. She can't get in your, she can't get in your mind space. That's what I'm going to do. There See, you go. That's why it's, it's always good to have great people around you. That's, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And Blood remember, was low. if it doesn't work, do not blame Ryan Madlock and Freddie Coleman. We will not know what you're talking about. <laughs> I will not be your fall guy. Exactly. exactly. Well, Freddie and Ryan told me. And, uh, she'll call us. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I, get a, I, I, I get a weird phone call, Freddie, exactly, from a Georgia number. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's, hey, Ryan, deny everything. So, Ryan! I, exactly. I don't know what happened. I, 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 we wouldn't tell Harry something like that. There's no way we would do something like that. Mrs. Douglas. Well, he said, Harry also said that, you no, know. But, but, but she knows. I, I do get lightheaded though when I uh-huh. when I don't eat. So she that is uh-huh. a common thing for me. There when I get lightheaded, see? she knows. So, so you like already had the evidence things. there for you. True, true. true, true. I, I'm glad you solicited 
information and advice from Ryan Matlack and Freddie Coleman, but you already had the answers to the test. Well, why, Shannon? Why you seem so nervous about this whole ordeal? Because Shannon, Shannon knows it's not going to work. I don't know nothing. <laughs> I didn't see nothing. I ain't heard nothing. I don't know nothing. Mm-mm-mm. I am Switzerland. That is none of my business, huh? <laughs> and that's, yeah, I'm Paul, and that's between y'all. <laughs> Believe me, Harry, since those guys punked up on you, I'll have your back. If she calls Appreciate me, I'll that, say, you know what? Thank you. I gave Harry the advice and everything like that. I'm the one that told him that he had to eat it. Now, the punishment will be on you. I'm not her husband, so I don't care about that. I'm in a no-lose situation as far as that goes. I can give you the advice. Say, why'd you pay attention to Freddie for? Then it reverts back on you if things don't go well. No-lose situation for me. I got you. Harry Douglas, (laughs) Freddie coming together. This ice cream update brought to you by Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. And wanting his ice cream, that brings us to Justin Fields. He's a native of the state of Georgia. Played for one season at Georgia, transferred to the Ohio State University, became a top three pick in the NFL draft by the Chicago Bears. Has not exactly gone well. But apparently, he knows Chicago is done with him. Justin Fields, in a social media way, is done with Chicago. Now, we don't know if he was following the Bears to begin with, but he did unfollow them on Instagram. It is also unknown when the act of unfollowing actually took place. All that is known right now is that normally the athletes, when they're on the team, they follow him on Instagram or social media. He has recently, meaning Justin Fields, begun following three dudes from the Atlanta Falcons, the Atlantic fighting Harry Douglases when it comes to Kyle Pitts, the tight end, Drake London, the wide receiver, and B. John Robinson, the running back. That's the sound of the Falcons swooping in to have a quarterback and not have incompetent quarterback play like we've had the last two years, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't a Falcon. That was just a Falc. (laughs) But but I really do feel like this is a a good spot for Justin Fields moving forward. When you look at the Falcons, you will probably have to give up a second-round pick at most, a Mm second-round pick and something else late Mm -hmm. uh, to the Chicago Bears. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when you look at Justin Fields – uh, versus going to Atlanta versus a place like Pittsburgh. You talk about the AFC North. You got extreme quarterbacks, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, yeah, Deshaun Watson, if he can get up to par. Also, you talk about the physical beating you could take in that division as well as a quarterback. I think you would take your chances if you're Justin Fields and company being in the NFC South where things aren't as stellar. When you talk about competition, right. that was the worst division in football in 2023. You talk about the young offensive weapons, the young talent. I believe Justin Fields can grow and be on the same page with a Kyle Pitts, a Drake London, a Bijan Robinson, a Tyler Azier. Also with a phenomenal offensive line, in my opinion, mm-hmm. be a part of a run game that that has been yeah. top ten in the National Football League the last two years. Uh, also, I think you know being home brings a comfortability for Justin Fields. You know, you grew up, you know. On the outskirts of, of, of Atlanta, you know what that city means. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, he grew up watching Michael Vick at the quarterback position. Also, my, Matt Ryan. He he. There's nothing like playing for your hometown team, Freddie. And yeah. you know this is a touchy subject for me because I got to live out my dream mm-hmm. playing for the team that I went and watched in 1998 playing the Super Bowl, even though they lost to the Denver Broncos, right. and played with a few guys. Right, so. It's a dream come true to always play for your hometown team. And a lot of people may look at it as a negative. Well, it was nothing but positives for me. And I feel like Justin Fields, it would be the same thing moving forward. I'm glad he shot his shot. 
why wait? Put it out there. Hey, I would love to go there. The Chicago Bears, you just want to move on from Justin Fields? Well, it's a 50% chance that Justin Fields wants to move on from you too. It's not just a one-way thing. Mm-hmm. He said the right things at the end of the season. He's not going to completely throw his team under the bus, to use that cliche, when it comes to Justin Fields. But I love the fact that he shot his shot. He let me know in Atlanta, you know you want me. You know I want you. I want you to want me because me want you. So why would you follow three players, three offensive guys? It's not well, he fo- well, hold on, Freddie. So okay. what you're saying, if if, uh-huh. if, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. if you want me and I want you, what, mm-hmm. it's time to tangle? It's time to tangle. They say it takes two to tangle, right? Ta- you rub two buys together, something's going to burn. That's where we are right now with well, Justin Fields and the Atlanta we Falcons. We don't, we don't want it to burn. Yeah, you do. You want that fire. You, oh. want, you want things to burn. The Falcons <laughs> flamed out and burned out last year. You want Justin Fields to bring that smoke and bring that burn to your team. Why would you not want that when you didn't have that the quarterback position last year? That's I why. think that you should let it, it burn. Exactly. Come on. Usher didn't write that song just because. He knew exactly <laughs> what he was writing as far as that goes. Speaking of Atlanta, the ATL, when it comes to him, you're not going to follow three guys that you know that you would love to be on the same team with on the offensive side of the ball. If he followed like one guy who played Ohio State in the defensive side of the ball, that's just homies being homies. Yep. But come on now. He followed their tight end, Kyle Pitts, their best receiver, Drake London, and arguably their best offensive player when it comes to B. John Robinson. He wants them as much as the Falcons probably want him. So why not shoot your shot if you're Justin Fields knowing that Chicago doesn't want you anymore? And I think it also falls under the umbrella that it's 2024 and – I think for a lot of these younger players, we're able to read messages or in between the lines by mm-hmm. things that they do on social media. And just yeah. this is just another example of that. Justin Fields following those phenomenal uh, young talent that the Atlanta Falcons actually have on their roster. I mean, I'm 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 all here for it, man. If they're if the Atlanta Falcons decide that, hey, we're not going to move up from eight mm-hmm. to three or two or try to do whatever they want to do for for a quarterback then Justin Fields definitely is the best bet, in, in my opinion, because you talk about this city being able to uh, embrace a, a quarterback, not just a quarterback, but a quarterback that's black. And I'm just keeping it real, right? Because I've seen how the city was crazy over Michael Vick still to this day. When I go to games, Freddie, mm-hmm. they're still number seven jerseys in the stands. But we're talking about a guy, Justin Fields, who's also from the city, and it's trying to galvanize this organization and put them back in the position of where they were in 2016 when they made the Super Bowl before they lost to the New England Patriots. Uh, back to the days when, when I was playing there from 2008 to 2014, right. where you, we had the number one seed two or three times and we were able to make an NFC championship game. That's what Justin Fields wants to do for the city that he grew up in. As we talk about Justin Fields uh, potentially going home and Freddie ha- and, and Harry having the opportunity to play for his hometown team, the team he grew up rooting for, Freddie, I wanted to ask you, yeah. would you ever be interested or have interest in working for your favorite team growing up? Or would you always want to keep the illusion of, no, I don't want to know how the sausage is made. I wouldn't want to play oh. for the Cowboys and then the Jets. Wait a minute. If I, had a chance to, what? if I had a chance to work for the Jets or Cowboys, I would have jumped at that immediately. Immediately. What was wrong? You ever heard that term before? No. What's the term again? You know, some some people just want the sausage. They don't want to know how the sausage is made. You never heard that term before? 
No, no. Nope. Same thing with hot dogs. Some people love hot dogs. They don't want to. They don't want to know how a hot dog is made. Cause you know what exactly is in a hot dog. You'd never eat it again. Exactly. Oh, right. I, I don't want to be exposed to all the all the other stuff. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. I don't want to think about it. Yeah. As Mark Schlereth used to work here, he said, "You know, don't tell me about the pain. Just show me the baby." <laughs> okay, now I've heard that one. <laughs> that was one of my favorite sayings that he. I ain't said. heard the one Shannon said. Really? And you no. live in the South, where they, you know they love hot dogs and sausage in the South. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. <laughs> I almost didn't get it. I almost didn't have it come out that right way. I said, I'm just going to let it fly as far as that goes. But, but Harry, but, but I'll ask you, though, was there <laughs> was there added pressure for you playing? You're from there, Clayton County, Hall of Famer, the whole nine. Mm-hmm. Like, was it added extra pressure for you playing for the Falcons? Honestly, I never felt like it was added pressure. Yeah. What I didn't want to do was not represent – the city the right way and embarrass my family name. You know what I mean? I never right. want to, you know, wild out, go crazy, not be focused and give people a reason to say, you know what, this is why people shouldn't be drafted into their hometowns and play for their hometown teams. For me, it was truly a blessing, man. And to be able, I, I'll tell y'all a story. Okay. I, I remember when I got drafted, right? Yeah. And for me, I'm like, Hey man, I'm going to stay at my mom's and pop's house. Mm-hmm. But the facility is literally an hour and 15 minutes away from my mom and dad house. Really? So I tried it for some OTAs, and I was like, oh, hell no. Now with that Atlanta traffic. I am losing massive sleep trying to get up to this facility. And then that's why that's when I moved up by the Mall of Georgia or whatnot, right. which is probably about – 10 minutes away from the practice facility. See, you learned the lesson immediately. Some people oh, would, yeah. would have kept doing that to save money. You're like, this is not saving me any money. No. I'm not going to have a chance to make this team in the right way. Yeah, I got to be as close as possible this way. I'm not that one who's always late because I've seen Atlanta traffic. Atlanta traffic is nothing to mess with at it's any brutal. time of day. It's completely brutal, completely brutal. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together. Thanks for joining us. I'm Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. 35 minutes ago, give or take a second or two, we gave you a wish list for every team that made the playoffs in the NFC. It could be a free agent signing, it could be a draft signing, it could be an attitude adjustment, whatever that was. We put together a wish list for every team in the NFC about 45 minutes ago. Now the AFC gets their turn. Here's a hint. We're not including the Kansas City Chiefs. They don't need nothing. 
All they need to do is keep Patrick Mahomes healthy. As long as they do that, they're going to be fine. So we bring in our producer, Shannon Penn. We got a wish list to put together for these AFC teams that made the playoffs in 2023. All right, Harry, first up on the list, the Buffalo Bills. What should be at the top of the wish list for the Bills? I'm going to go adding to their defense, and I go in depth. You talk about guys on their defensive line, like pass rushers, Daquan Jones, Leonard Floyd, Phillips, A.J. Epinenza, Shaq Lawson, all these guys are free agents. So adding more depth uh, to their pass rushers and, and defensive line, I, I should say. And also secondary, Michael Hyde yeah. is a free agent. Are you going to keep him or are you going to move on for him? What are you going to do to replace him? So I got the defensive side of the ball for the Buffalo Bills. That's also the side of the ball that had uh, major injuries in 2023. So defense. For me, it's two people. Either T. Higgins of Cincinnati or Michael Pittman Jr. the Indianapolis Colts. They need another wide receiver on the other side when it comes to Stephon Diggs. Dalton Kincaid is going to be an all-pro within a couple of years. He's that good, the rookie tight end this past season out of Utah. Dawson Knox, he's not a scrub. So you you got two tight ends. You believe you got a running back in Cook who can do so many things for your team, running the football, catching the ball out of the backfield, and underrated in blitz pickup. The offensive line was one of the better offensive lines that nobody talked about when it came to the Buffalo Bills. But you need another dude to go the dude you have in Stephon Diggs. If T. Higgins of Cincinnati or Michael Pittman Jr. of the Indianapolis Colts become available, you go after those guys. They're young enough to still make plays, and you don't have to pay them as much money as you probably have to pay at Michael Evans for one year. That was the, that, that's the wish list for the Buffalo Bills, those two wide receivers, one of the two. All right, Freddie, what's the uh, top of the wish list for the Cincinnati Bengals? Keep Joe Burrow in bubble wrap. <laughs> Make sure he doesn't get injured <laughs> when it comes to their quarterback because when he's right, everybody feels a hell of a lot better. Outside of that, I think they can improve a little bit on the defensive side when it comes to linebackers. I thought at times they got exposed in a lot of games where tight ends and running backs were able to take advantage of that group of linebackers. They're okay, but you need to be better than okay in the division where the linebackers in Pittsburgh are really, really good. The linebackers in Baltimore are really, really good. The linebackers in Cleveland are good and underrated. They need to improve that when it comes to the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, For Cincinnati, for me, it's T. Higgins. Making sure he's on your team in 2024. I think you have to keep this band together at least for another year to try to figure out what you can do and what you can win. That's a Super Bowl. That That's the goal for the Cincinnati Bengals. So, for me, it's T. Higgins. All right, Harry, what should be at the top of the wish list for the Miami Dolphins? Well, number one is health, and I'm not even saying that in a joking manner. You talk about a team that got hit by the injury bug this yeah. year. The Miami Dolphins was one of the worst in the National Football League. But I'm going to go offensive line. You got center Connor Williams. That's a free agent. You have tackle Isaiah Wynn. And also you have Robert Hunt. All three of those guys are free agents. So offensive yeah. line being able to, to protect your, your quarterback in to, to a tongue of a lure. They need a tight end because right now they don't have one. We know they got a track team on the outside led by Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, And they got a track team, a bunch of track team guys at running back led by Raheem Mostert. But in that offense, for that offense to work like the San Francisco 49ers, you better go find a tight end. Not saying you need to draft George Kittle but somebody like that if you're the Miami Dolphins. Because teams knew that they were not going to be able to beat them in the middle. They forced everything on the outside and double teamed it. And Tua Tungvalo had no outlet to throw in the middle unless it was a screen pass. That's what they need. They got to prioritize that position. I mean, come on now. They only spent $5 million on tight ends in the National Football League in the 21st century in that offense. To me, that's just foolish. They need a tight end, and they need one badly. All right, Freddie, what about the Baltimore Ravens? What should be atop the Baltimore Ravens wish list this offseason? Running back. That's what they need. 
They need a guy who can be consistent and someone who can stay healthy. They thought they had it in they thought they had it in J.K. Dobbins, but then once again, unfortunately, he got injured. And they thought that was going to be the case, but then the rookie Keaton was playing really, really well. Then he got injured. They need a running back. They need a consistent guy. Whether it's Derrick Henry and taking from the Tennessee Titans or drafting somebody, but in that offense, they need somebody to go with Gus Edwards, the kind of home run hitter. Right now, they don't have that guy. Their best home run hitting running back is their quarterback. That's got to stop for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, for me, I'm going to go to the secondary, the cornerback position. Uh, adding more talent to that side of things, I don't know if they're going to be able to keep Marlon Humphrey or not, but adding more playmakers to the cornerback room. All right, next up, Harry, what should be atop the wish list for the Cleveland Browns? Defensive tackle. They only have two guys that are defensive tackles that are under contract right now currently, so I'm going to go to mm-hmm. D-tackle position. I'm going to go running back. Because when they lost Nick Chubb, you don't know what he's going to look like coming back. And Kareem Hunt, they had to sign him at the last second. I think they need that running back position. Deshaun Watson is going to come back. Remember, there was a four-year stretch where nobody could run the ball better than the Cleveland Browns. They need that back again because that's their identity. It helps their quarterback and helps their defense. What about the Pittsburgh Steelers? Staying in that same division, Freddie. What should be atop the Pittsburgh Steelers' wish list this offseason? Russell Wilson, go get him. You need a quarterback. It ain't Kenny Pickett. It ain't Mason Rudolph. Russell Wilson needs the healing hands of Mike Tomlin. Go get him, Pittsburgh. That should be your quarterback. That should be your dude. That's who you need, Russell Wilson. Remember Benny Hill? Yes. So I'm going to go quarterback position as well, Freddie. Wow. Well done. Bringing Benny Hill to the table. Yeah. All right, Harry, what about the Houston Texans? Houston Texans, we should be atop the, play, the list for the Houston Texans. <laughs> he threw you off the Benny Hill thing, huh? He, he threw I'm you gonna, off. I'm going to go offensive line. Yes. Uh, make sure you protect your franchise quarterback and C.J. Stroud because you definitely have one. Yeah, because they really don't need anything else. They got guys, young guys in, in the secondary on the defensive side. But, yeah, that offensive line, they need to get a little bit better when it comes to that. They got the running backs. They got the tight end. They got the wide receivers. They got a quarterback. They got a coach. They don't need a lot. That's what they need, that offensive line. Now we got a bonus, non-playoff team, because it's okay. only right. Oh Since boy. we talked so much about the Cowboys earlier. Oh Freddie, what do your New York Jets need? What should be at the top of the Jets wish list here in the offseason? Offensive line. That's not even a question. Find five new guys that you have to. Although, if Oliveira Tucker can come back, I know that guy can play. But if he can't stay healthy, you need a plan B when it comes to that. The Jets should not have at least less than three new offensive linemen on this team next year. Ali Vera Tucker and Makai Beckham should be the only two guys coming back. They need three other dudes. It's offensive line, period. That's the tweet in the story. Let me rewind. I meant Benny Hinn. You remember Benny Hinn that used oh, to lay his preacher. hands on people? The yeah. preacher, yeah. When you yeah, said Benny Hill, his... when you said Benny Hill, I said, man, that's way before your time. Yeah, I, I know about confused. Benny Hill. It was Benny Hinn. Yeah. Now, for the New York Jets. Well done. Shannon has me laughing right now. For the New York Jets, it has to be offensive line. If you can't protect Aaron Rodgers, you stand no chance whatsoever Mm -hmm. for your offensive unit to have success in 2024. Let Benny Hinn put some some healing hands on the front office of the Jets to heal that offensive line. Yeah, because that offensive line played more like Benny Hill than needing Benny Hinn last year, not protecting anybody that was under center for the New York Jets. Those are the wish lists for the AFC Playoff Teams Plus One involving the New York Jets. Brought to you by Benny Hinn and Benny Hill and Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman, presented by Progressive Insurance. And Jimmy Johnson is back with the Dallas Cowboys. 
will it mean anything for them to end a championship drought that has gone on 30-plus years? This is ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Simone Biles is back, and she just keeps on winning. After withdrawing from competition at the Tokyo Olympics two years ago to focus on her mental health, Biles earned an eighth national title, breaking a record which had stood since 1933. Biles is now the winningest gymnast ever. She won her first all-around world championship title at 16, the first black gymnast to do so. Three years later, in Rio, Biles won four gold medals, setting another record for American female gymnasts at a single event. In total, Biles has racked up 37 Olympic and World Championship medals. Not bad for an athlete who wasn't sure if she would ever compete professionally again. But she's not done. Biles hopes to compete in the 2024 Summer Olympics and continue her golden reign. Honoring Black History Month on ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. So you're sexing Channel 80 and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. For a job you'll love, you better do this and visit Progressive.com slash careers. So he is back. The he I'm talking about, Jimmy Johnson back to the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, 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 no. Not as a head coach, not as a general manager, not in charge of player development. But he's back with the Cowboys in an advisory board role. He told Joe Rose on WQAM 560 AM in Miami, and I quote, since the ring of honor, I'm on Jerry Jones' advisory board now. We were talking on the phone. I talked to him about an hour after the Green Bay loss, and he was talking about what all he needed to do because he had big decisions on Mike McCarthy, Dan Quinn, and Dak Prescott. Everything is hunky-dory now. I am back in the fold with the Cowboys, end quote. Jimmy Johnson went like little rascals on us. Okay, okay, Panky, hunky-dory. Apparently he went there. <laughs> Everything is hunky-dory. I know. <laughs> how about them Cowboys? Yeah. How about, how, how about them hunky-dories? Yeah. <laughs> how about them Cowboys? <laughs> but I, I, will, I, will, I will say this for Jerry Jones. And, and, Freddie, we touched on this a little bit earlier, right? Being a billionaire and having the amount of money that you have, yeah. are you in a position to where you feel like you can listen to people? Mm. Because I think that, that that's a situation that, you know, people 
like Jerry Jones, they feel like they don't have to. And that's why they're in a lot of situations that they are in. But also, it's probably another reason why they, they, they've been able to make money the way they've made money, too. Right. Because they, they're followed, they followed their instincts and what they thought at the end of the day uh, on certain matters. I think for the Dallas Cowboys, it's been a while since they've had a ton of success postseason-wise. Yeah. So I think it's okay for a guy in Jimmy Johnson who coached under you Jerry Jones, who had instant success, he is a staple. When you talk about the University of Miami, the U, that mm-hmm. program, yeah. when you talk about Dallas Cowboys, and we just heard the piece that Matt Lack just played for us. How about them Cowboys? How about well, the hunky dories? Yeah! That came during a time where the Cowboys mm-hmm. was viewed as the upper echelon of the National Football League. Yeah. And when you look at Trey Aikman, when you look at Michael Irvin, when you look at Emmitt Smith, three of the most prominent players, not just in NFL history, but in Cowboy history, came from a guy in Jimmy Jones and was coached by, excuse me, Jimmy Johnson and was coached by him as well. It is not a coincidence, number one, because I don't believe in them, number two, because they don't exist to me. It is not a coincidence that Jimmy Johnson put this out there merely days after we found out what Micah Parsons had to say in the Stephen A. Smith show about the Cowboys culture needing some changes around there. When I feel like once that regular season ends and they get in the playoff, you're supposed to get rejuvenated. Like, this is a whole new me, whole new you. Like, we need to get ready. And that's part of that culture stuff where I was talking about where I where I want to dive into the players that we got to change. Like, it, it it should never you should never go into a game like I'm tired, like I'm ready, like I'm ready to go home because that's what's exactly going to happen. And it did happen. I'm coming to the game every week like, man, I got four more weeks left. I don't know what y'all got, but I got four more weeks left. Like, that's part of the culture and identity that I just feel like we're missing. Like that I would like that's just something like I don't agree with at all. Like. Regular season, all right, yeah, I'm tired. Like, I'm wore out. But as soon as playoffs hit, knowing how limited and how hard it is to win in playoff game, I would not I would, I would never say I'm tired or I, I feel fatigued because that's my job to not feel that way. Like, when it comes to the playoffs, Freddie, do you want to try to keep everything, mm-hmm. you know, the same as the regular season? Yes. Mm-hmm. But we also do know things amp up. I remember a young buck we had in Tennessee, and – <laughs> I remember my wife told him, hey, I seen such and such at the, at the mall. I was like, you seen such at the mall? And it was a young guy we was counting on. I, right. I, that next day I said, hey, listen, young buck, you can go to the mall in the off-season, boss. <laughs> you know, tell your old lady that y'all can go to the mall and, and have shop time in the off-season. <laughs> We're on a quest to try to win a Super Bowl championship. Mm-hmm. You need to be locked in yeah. and pay attention to everything that you need to pay attention to because you can't have a play name for you and you're messing up your own play that we named for you. Right, no doubt. Well, that's where it comes in with Jimmy Johnson because Micah Parsons is a Jimmy Johnson kind of mentality. He said, man, I, Marcus, really? You went on first take and you said, man, oh, man, we were tired at the end of the season. Jimmy Johnson would never allow stuff like that. Not saying no. that Mike McCarthy should be on notice because Jimmy Johnson is part of the advisory board. But he made it a point to say on 560 WQAM in Miami, I'm back in the Cowboys fold, which means that you know what kind of stroke that he has when he had a major, major hand in the three Super Bowl trophies that you have since Jerry Jones took over this football team. He's going to bring instant credibility to that organization. More than anything else, he's going to bring instant respect because they know exactly what went on. 
it could be very difficult and very dangerous to reach back into the past and make the present better and make the future a lot more, more, more have more sparkle, more shine to it. But Jerry Jones, when you get that desperate and you're one of the five richest owners in the National Football League, you're willing to try anything to make sure your championship drought does not continue for another year past this season. Well, and Jimmy Johnson still has the passion, right? We've seen mm-hmm. oh, that yeah. at the halftime of the Green Bay Packers and Cowboys playoff game and how passionate he was and how fired up he was. And everyone was talking about it. You're talking about someone who is embedded in history in the National Football League when you talk about dynasty within that organization. So, hell, yes, he's going to have a passion and be passionate about it and, and want for the greater good, even though, you know, you have, you're talking about the landscape of every NFL team. Absolutely. You can't get out of your heart what you was a part of. And, and, and when we talk about dynasties, and you were one of those dynasties if you're Jimmy Johnson. So we know how much he loves the Cowboys, him going into that ring, ring of honor. And I'm glad Jerry Jones did the right thing because he should have been in it. Uh, but, but I think it's going to you know, pay dividends being able to have a guy like Jimmy Johnson around. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance and ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your thoughts on Jimmy Johnson back in the fold as an advisor, part of the Dallas Cowboys football team, a team that he helped win two out of the three championships when Jerry Jones has been part of the ownership group. He is the Mighty Wolf in Virginia. We give him the welcome in three, two, one. <laughs> Rhythm and Blues Tuesday. <laughs> What's going on, brother? <laughs> you know, my pack brothers, I appreciate talking to you as always. I have two comments, if you don't mind. One about Jimmy Jones, once underboss, mm-hmm. to now consigliere to the Dallas Cowboys. A Tom Hagen, if you will. Wow, look at you. He'll be on that shelf in three seasons because no one pushes Gotti around. Jerry Jones. (laughs) 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 Wolf, you something else, man. (laughs) (laughs) You know how it works. The soldiers earn you the money. The underboss is McCarthy. Position coaches are your captains. And those soldiers... Got to get out there and earn those dollars by scoring points. <laughs> Hopefully it works for him, but I give him three seasons before he's on the shelf. One last comment, if you don't mind. Okay. Baby, you're the sweetest thing in my world. I've been thinking about you all day as I made these brownies for us. That's my <laughs> advice. <laughs> even, even, even Wolf is giving you advice. Appreciate that, Wolf, Absolutely. man. I, I really uh, appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> So I say this is a community show, man. Absolutely. We love each other. We help one another out yeah. when we, it comes to everything. We, we're just trying to make sure that you don't get put out of Casa de Douglas. <laughs> That's what we're trying to do. We want to make sure that you put your head on a pillow tonight. It's not a rock. It's an actual pillow because if it's a rock, that means you're sleeping outside. That's how Wolf and I are looking out for you. That's how we do. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. <laughs> Plymouth Rock landed on us. <laughs> yeah, if it lands on you, it's going to be a cold night in Atlanta for you, my friend. Howard in Virginia, what do you got to say about Jimmy Johnson back with the Dallas Cowboys as an advisor, part of the board of directors? For taking my call. Absolutely. So everybody knows that the, that, that the big play, you know, the name bearing positions define the culture of your team. The, the Cowboy Nation does not have the patience for Prescott to take him, uh, take him to some postseason success. And so 
when Goff and Stafford switched places, both had immediate postseason success. So why don't you rip off that Band-Aid and trade Prescott for Kirk Cousins one-on-one? Both team, One of those two teams, both of them are desperate for postseason success. One of them are going to get it with that trade. Howard, I would only say Kirk Cousins is coming off an Achilles injury. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think the Dallas Cowboys want to do that. The Dallas Cowboys shouldn't do that. Not disrespecting Howard in Virginia, but you're not going to trade for Kirk Cousins when more than likely he may not be there opening day after coming off an Achilles injury from last year. And then, unless you believe that much in Cooper Rush to hold the fort until Kirk Cousins get there. And I like Cooper Rush, but I don't like him like him that much to do something like that and replace Dak Prescott or Kirk Cousins in the lineup. No, no, no. That, 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 that wouldn't fly. And Jerry Jones... They're gonna to me. They're gonna work out a contract between him and Dak Prescott. It's gonna be team friendly. Well, they they, they have to, in my opinion, right? Because exactly, Dak Prescott. They, that's almost sixty million dollars versus the cap for right. two thousand twenty four. And you can't say you're going all in, yeah. If you have your quarterback, sixty million dollars versus the cap, right? No matter that the salary cap is going over two hundred fifty million dollars when twenty twenty four rolls around. So you're gonna have some ten percent more money to make things work than you had in twenty twenty three. That doesn't mean you want that kind of cap hit no matter what kind of season Dak Prescott had until that game against the Green Bay Packers, as far as that goes. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us. I'm Freddie and Harry. We're going to have more Brownie advice for Harry Douglas. And what is the hardest working city in the United States? That's next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. How about them Cowboys? Yeah! How about them Hunky Dories? Yeah! The Freddie and Harry Podcast. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. It's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Serious section channel 80. And always, always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio each and every night. We know that you are busy. You can't catch up on anything and everything in the world of sports, outside of the world of sports. That's where Freddie and Harry come in. They may not be the top stories of the day. In other news. But you need to be in the know. 
This is In Other News. So Harry Douglas needs some brownie advice. Let's put it that way. Now, I've given him some. Shannon Penn has given him some. Ryan Maddock, our other producers, has given him some. Harry Douglas has brownies that he's going to bake. He's got some ice cream out there as well to make it a two-play, even though he's lactose intolerant. The problem with that is he knows that his wife is going to make sure that he gets in trouble because she does not want to do anything like that. So what kind of advice are you looking for now, not if you had a chance to let that marinate around your mind about what you're going to do? Doesn't, ma- doesn't matter. Just all advice uh, mm-hmm. that I can get. Okay. You know, all right. Whatever, whatever the people can tell me. Okay. Yep. I'll take everything into consideration. All right, Harry, I know right. you usually wear black tee, black shorts, or red shorts. Like tonight, if you're doing browns and ice cream, you better go with your brown shorts. Uh, wow. <laughs> so, so no lie, that, that's a part of the deal, too. Like, I am lactose, uh-huh. so I know what kind of night and morning it's going to be for me. Mm. You know, so, hey. You must be one hungry for that kind of dessert to risk that kind of I am nightlife. Let's put it that way. I am. Okay. Ryan Madlock, what kind of advice you got for Harry when he tries to win over his wife with the brownie adventures? Yeah, I don't know if I have fashion advice similar to what Shannon just laid out. <laughs> <laughs> but I really did like what you talked about earlier, Freddie. Mm-hmm. You gave him advice, yeah. but then you said, just so you know, yeah. putting my name behind this advice yeah. isn't going to do the trick. Yeah, I mean, It'll only hurt you further. I, I mean, put it this way. It's a no-lose situation for us because we can give you advice, but you're the one taking it. And you well, yeah the, yeah, the last thing my wife want to hear is that, hey, you know, Freddie or, mm-hmm. or Matt Lack or Shannon told me this. She's going to be like, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, so that'll make it you're, worse. You're, you you're, your, you're your own man. No, I'm just going to, hey, honey, you know, I'm, I'm a little lightheaded. There you uh, go. It's, it's, it's been a long day, but a great day. There you go. You know, I would like to have me a nice dessert to calm my body down as I relax. Yeah. You know, and I'm a, don't worry about it, honey. I'm going to get the kids a bath tonight. There you I'll go. Make sure they're ready for school, make their lunches for tomorrow and everything. So you're good. You've already yep. come with your own advice. You're good. Here we go. Yeah. Come on, set. man. This is not good. my first rodeo. Yeah. Well, this is my first and only marriage. Now. <laughs> Let me clear about, that up first. Say, like, wait, is there something we should know? <laughs> we're, we're 10 years in, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Let, let me clear that. I'm, I'm glad you cleared that a bit. That time. nonsense, though. Because that, that could have led to some serious innuendo. <laughs> we, we, this we, is my only rodeo. <laughs> we just went from <laughs> to meow. Yeah, exactly. Literally. <laughs> and figuratively, as far as that goes. <laughs> so he's going to have to work hard tonight to make sure that he can get what he wants and then he'll pay for it later at a certain point when it comes to brownies and ice cream together and Harry Douglas. But does he work as hard as these cities in the United States? Now, Wallet Hub has listed these are the top 10 hardest working cities in the country. Now, there's a whole bunch of cities. I'm not going to go who's at the bottom of the list when it comes to the top 116. That'll be Burlington, Vermont. They're regarded as the least hardworking city in the United States. But the top 10 from 10 to number one, Austin, Texas, number 10, Mm. Denver, Colorado, number nine, Okay. San Francisco, number eight, Dallas, number seven, Norfolk, number six, Anchorage, Alaska, number five, Virginia Beach, Virginia, number four, Cheyenne, Wyoming, number three, Irving, Texas, the home of the Cowboys, number two, and the hardest working city in the United States, Washington, D.C., Chocolate City. Where's Atlanta. The Atlanta's number 33. What? Below Seattle, below Boston. That is crazy. Below Tampa. Entrepreneurship here in Atlanta. Mm, yeah. It is number 33 in terms of hardest working cities. You said, uh, you said number, uh, DC's number one? DC's number one. Man, that's only every four years. But also, Nor- Norfolk, Virginia was. <laughs> what number was uh, Norfolk, Virginia? Uh, let me see if I can find it for you. Norfolk, Virginia. Well, Virginia Beach, Virginia was number four. Oh, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Yeah, Chesapeake, Virginia was number 16. 
Okay. Yeah. No. Shout out to the DMV area. Absolutely. They, they, they get, well, according to Shannon, just every four years when it comes to work. Where, where's New York on that list? That's what I'm looking at. New York is number 99. Damn. Number 99 is the hardest working city. I'm sure there's some garbage men want to have a word with them about that. I think everything should be taken down price-wise yeah, for that. Yeah, exactly. Either Los Angeles, number 80. Chicago, number 87. Jeez. Las Vegas, number 88. According to WalletHub.com, hardest working cities, Washington, D.C., number one in terms of that. Amber Ian comes your way next for Harry Douglas, who's going to have a nice little brownie. I'm Freddie Coleman. This has been Freddie and Harry, the mighty ESPN Radio. Take care. God bless. And as always, stay lactose. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.